informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Hello everybody, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things. It's Brian and I am here with Elliot once again, just the two of us, buddy, what's happening? Oh, doing fine, how about yourself? I am doing great. It is July 4th weekend. Yes, we are. We are about to, in a couple hours, make our way over to the Dynamo game. So there'll be some reels out on that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It's going to be probably a little bit wild because $3 beers tonight. <laughs> I got I got drunk on the $11 beers the last time. so And the White Claws, y'all. He, he, there he, was no White. There were seltzers, but they were not White Claws. Same thing to me. Like he went. I'm, I'm going to make you drink one of these lime cucumber milkula balls. He went, he, like, dude. You're going to be like, holy shit! That's refreshing. I, I was waiting for him to turn around with his because he even had a polo shirt on. I'm waiting for him to go like, hey, Buffy, would you like to have a drink of a seltzer? And I'm like, I was like, dog on it. My 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 northern friend from the Pittsburgh area. So we've I, been been I, yeah, we have been. That's right, because you you open that door, I walk right on in. I can't wait to you drink one. I know, that's and you're thing. like, oh my god, this is delightful and refreshing. I see why Brian was into them. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's how Vince got in trouble. <laughs> recommended for that 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 intern was recommended by a friend. Don't do it. No, that's how Laurinaitis got in trouble. His buddy Vince said, "Hey, <laughs> try this out." <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the WWE retirement plan. <laughs> nurse so that's home. how you get retired. <laughs> right. <laughs> they go to the nursing home. You're going to see Johnny Ace on AEW running, back, running backstage soon. <laughs> right. I'm going to tell you, Laurinaitis was definitely never a road warrior. He, was, he wasn't an animal about it. Today, with it being July 4th weekend. Fireworks, baby. Fireworks. Yeah, listen, I have mixed feelings on fireworks, and they all are related to the to the logo. <laughs> right. Patty does not like fireworks one bit. Yep. Pets, veterans, they get they, they you know they'll get they you know tortured with that. You know, firework holiday weeks are the busiest weeks in shelters because dogs get scared and run off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess first we'll start out with a PSA. If you live in the city, listen, especially like it's it's rained like four drops here in the last two months, even with all the rain that went through mm-hmm. recently this week. Mm-hmm. We barely got any here in the Pasadena desert. And you know they're going to be trying to recapture Santa Ana tonight. Right. Use your damn brain. Let's not burn houses down and let's not scare the crap out of pets. Let let the professionals do it. If the city is doing it, let the city do it because your taxpayer dollars basically paid for it. So why pay for it twice? Or or find a buddy out in the sticks. Yes. Go out in the middle of nowhere and set off fireworks. That too. But find it near a river because, again, the ground is dry, the ground is dry, the ground is dry. The ground is dry. We're talking about kindling dry. So wait, you're saying the ground is dry. I'm talking about it's so hot that Satan stayed at home. We've had a whole, we've had several weeks of holy weeks here in the Houston area because <laughs> the devil was like, I'm... I didn't do this. <laughs> no way I'm taking the blame for it. Oh, no, and I'm not. I'm not. 
For the band, you guys say it hot as hell. It's hotter than hell. So what we're going to do today is we're going to build the perfect 4th of July barbecue spread. Side items and all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going... We're going what's on the grill to what's in the cooler. Okay. So, and we're going to start with what's on the grill. Okay. Can I start? You sure can. Okay. So, see, this is, I'm going to pull from my childhood because recent years don't count because you're old, I'm older now. But I loved it when my dad brought out the brats. Fourth of July weekend was the brats. You and the brats. I like, 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 about the brats. I, I am. And here's, don't blame here's, here's, here's the reason why. When... Growing up and actually having them, and then coming down to Houston, and what they call a brat, and what I grew up with a brat, two at a time. Yes, but we're not gonna say, like that's the reason why it's like the brats that I grew up with. Maybe even maybe slide in a couple of knockworths on top of that. Let's go. Let's go big. Let's just go big or go home. You're just working the worst. Yes, exactly, because they are the best. I, I gotta say, I'm down with the brats. Definitely can see that working out. I feel like Fourth of July. It's just a total classic. It's it's just all about the burgers and dogs. Mm-hmm. Just keep it stupid simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get those burgers, get those dogs. But I'm down with the brats. I'm I'm down with some kielbasa on that grill. Yep, even mm-hmm. just some like smoke links. Yeah, exactly. And I like now. Granted, up north we had hot links. But it's like down here, it's a smoke leak, I think. I think that's, I think I get that right. The hot links down here, too. Yep. Like, you know, basically anything in that, basically the whole family ranging from the hot dog to the brat, the hot links, and all, all that. Sausages. Like, you can't go wrong with it. Because I'm, I'm, what I'm not is, I mean, grilled chicken can be good, but just not this weekend. This is not the weekend for it for me. Yeah, no. And, and that's, I eat a ton of grilled chicken. Uh-huh. I love throwing chicken legs on the grill. Mm hmm. Fantastic. But yeah, 4th of July barbecue, I just feel like it's all about the burgers and the dog. And you can mix in some other sausages. Mm. That's your meats on the grill. I, I also would like to make a case for the veggie kebab. Okay. Just a little veggie skewer. Just a nice little side. Get some roasted veggies. Mm. Some of your more health conscious uh, barbecue attendees will appreciate it. Yeah, something for the vegans and vegetarians. You know, and it's just, again, super simple. Mm. Get your get your onions, your peppers, your tomatoes, mm. your, your your mushrooms on there. I know some people are like, "Ew, mushrooms," but I don't know who hurt y'all. But you need to get it together. Yeah, but you know what though? <laughs> you know what though? Uh, this this might go to another. It could be a side item, or it could be one of the. We're going the vegetable route. I will say that the because where I'm from, corner of the cob on the grill. Oh, so that weekend was a thing. But down here, there's a there's a Hispanic dish. Elote. Yes, yes. That like inside yeah. the cup and all that. Like I said, that actually, that can go anywhere. That that'd be good for the. That's a good Fourth of July. I heard about elote when I first moved down here. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you doing? Getting mayonnaise involved and cheese? Like it's corn. You put butter, salt, and pepper on it and enjoy. Right. And then I had it. Right. And I'm like, oh hell yes. Yeah, because 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 reality is being that we're both certified big men. Like mayonnaise on a like everything else that everything else is, that mayonnaise is going to be part of the weekend anyway. Mayonnaise is going to be part of the weekend anyway when in because um, we're going to have burgers and a lot of that, right? So let's just like in fact, it's actually for the weekend is the mayonnaise time to shine. I mean, because ketchup and mustard are a staple, right? But you're going to have burgers and all that. You need to have that man that mayo in there. That that's the holy trinity when it comes to condiments. Let's just like not overcome, but. 
And actually, the Fab Four, relish. Oh yeah, yeah. Another, you you, you get you, for relish. You gotta hit those four right so there. So your mayonnaise, um, your mayonnaise love mm. is a great segue into our next section, which would be your main side. All right, that's you're talking your potato salad, macaroni salad, macaroni salad. Your deviled eggs. I would put deviled eggs almost the secondary side, but I also cannot leave them alone if they are on that spread. See, like I could do without. See, see, Brian loves deviled eggs. I'm the only type of egg I like is scrambled, and and you know, and I understand who hurt me. The reality is, I wasn't gonna, but 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 nobody did. Is I never got into it as a kid, but I did see a deviled egg dish that I might be willing to try. It was out of Louisiana. Did somebody like deep fried the deviled egg? I could do that. I'm intrigued because, like, because I like deep fried sushi. And I said a deviled egg would definitely fall into that category. Like stuff that, like, I mean, cause sushi by itself, like the whole raw kind. It depends on the sure. mood. But we're talking about fried. Fried gets you in the door most in in most <laughs> things, right? And let's make some choices here, because because in a lot of ways, I'm down with both on certain things. But I'm going to put out three choices for you here okay. to go with your main mayo-based side. Okay. Potato salad, mm-hmm. macaroni salad, mm-hmm. or coleslaw. Ooh. Pick two or three. For me, it would be macaroni salad and the coleslaw. Okay. I mean, and and it, it, would, it would depend on who made it. Mm-hmm. Because, see... There's two types of coleslaw because because I've, I've, I've like, more than that, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's the vinegar, and then there's the mayonnaise, and I also have I even had somewhere somebody mixed the two. Yes, right. That actually is a pretty decent blend, but you gotta be good with how you do them. Right, macaroni salad. That's straight. That's mayonnaise. There is a lot of a lot of times vinegar involved in a macaroni salad recipe. I would prefer if they left a little bit of it out. Right. But yeah, you have that creamy mayonnaise based sauce. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm completely down with uh macaroni and coleslaw as well. Right. Now if the, if the, if the now if the person that's hosting the party knows the limitations and they went with a potato salad, I'm not gonna knock it because potato salad is simple and it's really hard to mess up. I mean I've had some real good potato salads. Mm-hmm. Like you get into like the red skin potato salad, your loaded baked potato potato salad. Right. Um, a guy at work made like a crawfish boil potato salad where he threw some crawfish, crawfish in tails in there. And that sounds delicious. Also some seasoning. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. Like all of these, there's a lot of stuff you can do with them. Mm-hmm. But the potato salad you buy in the store, mm-hmm. the macaroni salad you buy in the store, and the coleslaw you buy in the store. First off, I'm making both. All three of those from scratch if I'm hosting the barbecue. Mm-hmm. But macaroni and uh, coleslaw take the, they get the W there. Right, right. You know, I'm, I'll be honest with you. My favorite macaroni salad, you know, the place that used to make it the best here in the city no longer exists. So that's kind of like hurting for me. I got to give a shout out to our movie night co-host. Okay. Tammy for her macaroni salad as she does a... The 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 sauciness of it mm. is much closer to like a traditional potato salad, mm. but it works phenomenally. It's a very good recipe. I'm I'm glad that she uh, shared how to make it with me so that I can 
also make it now. <laughs> and, and you know, you know the slaw that I want to try to make because I know I'm not going to find it made down here at all. It's a Kentucky version called Red Slaw. Okay. And they use ketchup. Oh. Yeah, I know. It sounds sacrilegious, but we're talking about 4th of July. We're trying to go with the theme, red, white, and blue. <laughs> like, so. Now, I did make one the other day um, that I really enjoyed. Mm. I got that, that coleslaw mix mm. with the like kind of matchstick cut everything. Mm. And I used some regular mayo. Mm. Or no, I didn't use any regular mayo. Chipotle mayo and sriracha. Ooh, that's good stuff. Were, were my liquids for the sauce. Uh-huh. And yeah, no, that was legit. I used it actually to put on um, chicken tacos. Right. And you know, you know, uh, Miracle Whip actually makes a sriracha Miracle Whip. Oh yeah. Yep, and a, and a smoked Chipotle Miracle Whip. Oh. Yes, and both of them, both of them are fine. Put them on like I put them on basically everything. That, <laughs> to me, you know, uh, tuna steak sandwich, burger, yeah. sa- burgers. You know, you know, like they they your deli meats. It was all good. Oh, you were all good on it, right? That's money. Yeah. So we're going with... Macaroni salad and slaw. Macaroni and slaw, and we've got burgers, hot dogs, and maybe we'll slide some sausages on that grill. Yeah. And right now, we got a pretty good plate. I'm like, uh, the broccoli will obviously be mine, so... Do love for the baked beans? Uh, do we get them involved? I do like baked beans, but I feel like everybody's going to pay for them later. Yeah, I guess... I guess I say, right. Well, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll definitely have an, an, an alternative fuel for uh, the vehicles because of the gas. The gas. We <laughs> know. Right, so I... But I view, I view baked beans as a later in the year holiday dish. At least that's how I grew up with it. Okay. Like, so Thanksgiving... And probably Christmas, like, listen, family, my own family, just baked beans was there for that. Okay. Right, so I don't necessarily, and given the fact, especially down here in Houston, where the weather is hotter and baked beans is heavier, I don't necessarily, yeah. not want to. I'm used to baked beans being on the, the barbecue, mm-hmm. the, the the cookout plate. Right. Or the cookout spread. Mm-hmm. I think we also, you know, like you said, because it's hotter. Mm-hmm. We're definitely thinking more in a cold foods direction. And yeah, I think the baked beans, they probably need left off. Mm-hmm. But I do like running that hot dog through that baked bean sauce that's left on the plate. That's true. That is a real good mop up thing. And it's, it a, it's a real good combo. It's like handheld pork and beans, you know. That's true. Now, here's the, here's the, and, and the trade off though, because we're talking about side items. If I have macaroni and cheese, that I'm not going to have the macaroni salad. I don't that's want to have. True. I don't. I don't. That's why because macaroni cheese because macaroni cheese in, in any anywhere is is like it's always going to win. It's the goat. It is the goat. It shows up. You uh, you wrap it around and you you you, you fix you adjust everything else to that. You get a little mixture between the mac and cheese and the baked beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's yeah. that's that's the stuff right there. Right. So let's move into the things people would bring category. Like, I think we'll start off with seven-layer dip. I've had that. My cousin could make that, but not a lot of people could do that. Um, it's good with, um, you know, being down here with the tortilla chips. Like, being down here in Texas with tortilla chips the way that they do it down here, not from where we're from. <laughs> and, like, it takes that seven-layer dip to a whole other level. Theoretically, let's let's 
Keep it to choices, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to have tortilla chips. We're going to have multiple types of chips. Seven-layer dip or queso? I'd probably go with queso because it's simple. I like, again, if, if you, you got to know your friends and the family, right? But you got to be honest with yourself if you're having if they're coming over to the house. You know who can cook and who can't. Okay. Seven layer dip, there isn't a lot of cooking going on. You're right. just layering stuff. Yeah, but people, <laughs> we're talking about people that can burn water. So you know who can. They might mess up even a seven layer dip. Queso might be the safe bet, right? Because no one talks bad about the person bringing the queso. But if the seven layer dip is in fire, at some point or another, they're going to talk bad about that's not, that's, we're in, now where we're from, from the north, dips really aren't like, they're a side item, but they're not the love affair, right? Down here, don't they have, one, one thing I've one thing I've noticed about Houston and just Texas in general, all from San Antonio through Beaumont, is that dips and sauces they take that that's passionately personal. You it, the safe bet is somebody bring the queso and somebody like saying, but anything beyond that, you better know how to you better know what to do with that. So I will say this though. The odds of the queso lasting even halfway through the night right. are just absolute shit. Right. You're right. Like, everybody likes queso. You are going to put queso on every freaking thing on your plate. Does queso it's go It's going to be ridiculous. And everybody's going to be like, well, we've got three bags of chips, but we're out of queso. And you're going to see Elliot with queso on his freaking hot dog and on his burger. And my brats. Yep. And he's going to have it on his macaroni salad and his coleslaw. Just, he's got the whole plate covered with queso. And listen, I get it. That's a fellow cheese addict. But you know what, though? I will say this. Before before we go further down the road with this, <laughs> there is another side item that we left out. Oh, no, no, no. We're, I got I got more. Because cause, cause, let me just throw this one out there while it's on my mind. Green beans. The way that my grandmother, the way, the way that my grandmother, yeah, I'm telling you, green. Green beans? Yes. She put a little. She put a little bit of sugar with that bad boy. Listen, listen. I, I, I am down with the green bean. Uh, like for most every other occasion, but at the cookout. The way I like was, of course, I'm being specific because of the fact that she did. <laughs> is the way because it's the way that she did. Not everybody else's is was just because. See, my I understand full disclosure. My grandmother was a cook at the Catholic rectory. Like, wait, were these hot green beans or was this like a a bean salad? No, 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 no. Green beans, not 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 green bean casserole. Not does like like you and I would fight for them because it was because it, it was bacon. It sounds like it's going on the Thanksgiving plate. No, no, no. But but it was bacon and a and 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 a hint of sugar. Not a lot of it, just a hint. Like you could taste that. So it didn't taste like the vinegary standard green bean, right? Because this was like you 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 had you had the salty sweet. And like you could just stack that bad boy up. It was light enough they could go with. So I think here's where we're gonna run into some culture stuff. Uh huh. And we're gonna, you know, so I'm gonna throw one out there. Now that you've mentioned your grandmother's green beans, uh huh. We're gonna add another hot side category. Go ahead. Go ahead. Collards or okay. green beans. Oh, oh, oh! It all depends on how they're like. Oh no no no! We we've done the all depends, but there's a decision that needs to be made. I'll go with the green beans. 
Okay. I am going with the green beans over the collards. I don't know your grandmother's green beans, but I make a pretty good collard greens, so yes, I can do the collards. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, and, and, and both actually, both of us make a pretty mean collard right? green uh, dish. We, we, we've, if we're the last couple of years now, we've talked about both what we do with the collard greens as a PSA health announcement. Collard greens are, good, are, are a super vegetable that are really good for your health, right? You know, most times, but but until you load them up with butter and bacon, and yeah, and then all of a sudden it becomes something else. And, and and we're talking about Fourth of July weekend. Are we really thinking about health consciousness? Ooh. Well, we're not. We shot that out the window. We talked about the burgers and the brats and the dogs. So okay, no, yeah. we're, we're cheese on the cookout burger. Straight up American. It's it's got to be like I'm I'm, a, I'm down with other cheeses, mm-hmm. but for this particular instance, mm-hmm. like I'm all about just keeping it just. Straight classic. See, he's the like you said you said cheddar? No, I said straight up American. American like, single action. Okay, that or or cheddar. Or for me, I like Monterey Jack. I mean, like I said, I'm down with all of that. Mm-hmm. It's very seldom that if I'm making burgers, I mean you've been here for Yeah, I know. That's your question. I always use like Colby Jack. Right. That's my go to mm-hmm. for normal everyday mm-hmm. burger stuff. But for whatever reason when we're talking about the Fourth of July cookout, mm-hmm. I just want to keep it straight, right? Straight white bread shit, <laughs> right? There's nothing wrong with that. After we just talked about adding collard greens to the menu, actually. Right, so in the dip categories, we have another. We have another one. Bean we, dip? No, 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 no. Bean dip? No. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you wanted to include that alongside the queso, like, bean would have to be in the queso, some, not by itself. Some bean dip and guac on the side, and you can make yourself a little nacho action. I can get down with that, but mm. this one's for your regular chips. Mm. You know somebody's showing up with a bag of Lay's. Or Ruffles. Mostly Ruffles. Yeah, because actually, let's, let's do this little fun little verses. Ruffles or Lay's for the cookout? Which one? Wavy when? Lay's. The bigger waves, mm-hmm. they stand up better to dip. That's true. Which is where I'm going with this, right? But that, but but if we're gonna, but if yeah, because like so that, I did ask the question: Lay's or Ruffles? So and they're all free to lay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. There, there is a, there is. Did y'all in E Town hear of a? It's a regional brand. We had hers with Ripples. Yeah, we have. Bon- they were clutch. Y- yes. For us, it was this place called in Northwest Ohio called Balrike's Potato Chip. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay, so like Yeah, potato chips there's a lot of regional stuff. Yeah. Especially up north. Yeah. Because they were all like if you watch that Foods That Build America, that was like the big thing is like all these regional Mm. chip companies all over the country Mm. and Frito Lays just started buying that shit up or not Lays started buying that stuff up on the East Coast. Mm. Frito coming out of Texas started buying them up, mm-hmm. you know, in the Southwest, and then they merged. Eventually, they merged. They started working together, and then they merged. Right. Watch that. Watch that series. Yeah, I, mean, I, I love, I love, I love the series for that build America. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of history within that. Seeing that, but you and I both mentioned, obviously, two independent chip houses that obviously did not fall into the. You can get hers down here now. Yeah, bar rights you can't. You got to go back up to uh, Northwest Ohio to get that. You know. And there's some people that get all like fired up for like Middlesworths and stuff up home. Mm-hmm. They're all right. But mm. Let's go. You down with wavy lays? Let's say somebody brought a bag of wavies. I'm not. It's a chip. I'm not turning it down. Dip for the chip. Ranch or French onion? Ranch. You I, know, my normal go to would be French onion. Mm-hmm. 
But for the cookout ranch, and then the other thing is because you know there's you know somebody's gonna bring a veggie tray, right? And there's gonna be some there's gonna be some ranch dip there, right? And so you've got that versatility. So you got the ranch dip on the table. My mom has this thing that she puts together for parties. Mm-hmm. We did this when I was up there last year, mm-hmm. and I thought it was amazing. I want to put it as the verses with the veggie tray, and that is a pickle and olive tray. Okay. Versus a straight up veggie tray. I'm more like I'm not an olive guy. It's not. I mean, I like the pickles. I mean, I like especially those those, those, those what's it called to the party? The little sweet ones, the little gherkins. Yeah, those sweet pickles. I, like, I, I, yeah, I, I, I love I love those. And typically on a veggie tray, I like carrots, mm-hmm. the broccoli, and I'm not really a cauliflower guy for that. Yeah. Even though, I, as you know, I do you love them for everything else. Yeah, I just, I just, but just not for that. Right. I'm gonna say I'm down with like the celery, the peppers. Yeah. My mom will make, you know, she'll put pepper strips on the veggie tray, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely down for those. Part of the veggie tray. I think it does win, even though I do like the pickle and olive tray. I thought when she, when we're putting it together, I'm like, well, this is a novel idea, mm-hmm. and I like it. Mm-hmm. Like now, now, there is another dip we did leave out, though. What's that? Spinach dip. Yeah, yeah. That because that because because that goes well. With, in fact, that might even be more of a fight for the chip. As a, I don't typically put the spinach dip with the chip. The spinach dip's gonna go with either pita, uh, or with just chunks of bread. Yeah, especially that Hawaiian bread. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with that. And shout out to the the doghouse because they took they took the whole love of Hawaiian bread to a whole other level. <laughs> down here in Houston, no, that's that's so, it's it's not a paid advertisement. I'm just a big guy that likes what they make. So there you go. So we're 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 pretty far down the table at this point. I yeah. think to me, like I said, deviled eggs got to make the list. Mm-hmm. But I don't really have anything for them to go up against. Do you have anything for them to go up against? Yeah. They could submit sit up the pot. sweet bologna pickle wrap. Yeah, but <laughs> that that's that's all you think. Like, right? Yeah, that that's a very specific regional thing to Central yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's not something that happened. But the, 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 problem, the problem I have with the, with the double egg, also for that type of thing, is because it's, it's an egg. You gotta make sure you keep that chilled, and it's in the heat of the it's the heat of Houston being what it is. Yeah, it'll be you know, that, rough. That, yeah, that's gonna be difficult to maintain. You know, so listen, uh, folks out there, if you're having your barbecue mm-hmm. and you're worried about people getting food poisoning from the deviled eggs, mm-hmm. definitely put those bad boys on ice. Yep. But I will also say this. Invite me and let me come early. And <laughs> you won't have to worry about food poisoning because they'll be gone in the first hour. Which is one of the reasons why I like the the fried deviled egg might be perfect for that. Because after they've been fried up, you're good. They're probably going to keep better, yeah. Yeah. Now, I had one that was absolutely amazing and I need to make it. Mm-hmm. It was the red beet deviled egg. That's all so you. You made red beet eggs. Uh which you're already kind of rolling your eyes. That, that's on you. I'm like, I'm never <laughs> touching it. Deviled eggs, and you get a little pepperoncini in that. Like, just put a little pepperoncini on there. They add some tanginess to go with that sweetness. Oh heck yes! And he he would have, and he would have that all to himself. Yeah, I would right. never just give me that plate of deviled eggs. Yep, this that'll be. I'll regret it later. Yeah, we all will. But but I, in another dish that I came across that actually might be fit, going with the whole elote thing, 
the Salvadorans got a whole other level with it because they have a sweet milk that they do that with as opposed to the mayo. And it's and it actually is quite delightful. I can easily see myself putting that like miniature cups, corn and all that for that. And people yeah. getting that up and they can just like drink it basically without that. Corn shooters. Yes, I would. That was it. I, I had it and it's called a, 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 a lote de something. For any Salvadoran fans that listen to this, I apologize for butchering it, but there's this place in Houston called El Picocito that does phenomenal, which you've heard Brian and I talk about their food before. Good stuff. Trust me. I have an honorable mention, the meat and cheese tray. That's always a, a good thing, but again, got to keep it cold. Like it, Some of this stuff, you got to have an inside-outside setup. Yeah, you do. If you're just going straight outside... Yeah, some stuff just start being playing loud. with it on some of this stuff. You better have some ice to put this stuff on. See, because see, because here's the thing: for us, being from where we're from, the north, right, we're more likely to have the cookouts on the outside because the weather for us, for you know, where we're from, it's not as hot as it is here. Like even during the, you know, I remember mid mid, mid July, it snowed. Like, <laughs> you know, yes, I remember that. Like so. I think you've mentioned this before, so I don't want to go too deep. Now, but I'm just about to say that, but, but, but that's, but that's the whole thing, though, right? Whereas here, you almost have to have, like, you can, you have to do the cook, the cookout part of it outside because you have the grill. But you bring all the food inside because 100 something degrees it changes your algebra. You can put all kinds of stuff in if you're doing if you're doing it inside. Huh? Right. You know that is that is definitely a big a big change up. Right, it is. Let's assume, though, we're going all outside all the time. Okay. Let's assume you rented a pavilion at a park. Yeah, and you're having like, every, <laughs> all of your friends in them and all that. Brian And Brian Henderson is being DJ Big Brian for everybody, throwing the music down. Why do I got to work? Well, I mean. You're not working. Well, I mean. Why do I got to work for this barbecue? I'll be the. Some bullshit. I'll be the, I'll be the yeah, MC. I'll be. I'll be the MC. Oh, yeah. You can help me carry all this stuff in and yes. set it up? Yep. You better. Yep. I sure would, <laughs> and because it, it'll be BGs all day long. No, no, no. You might want to MC and roadie, but you're no, no, no. You no touch me. I will put my hands on this. When you when you go on the break, outside I just press a button and say, "Ooh, BGs, Barry Manilow, let's go ahead. Let's have my." I'm gonna have to beat you, Manny. I, I will become Barry Car- Manilow. Carl, I'll be Car- Carlton. All over Eric Carlton will come out and it'll be like. You know, and, and Tom Jones, you dug all right, I would. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> right, exactly. So so I think we're now down to the dessert end of the table. Yep, we're outside. Ice cream is off the table. Ice cream's off the table, absolutely. So it's cakes and pies. Cakes and pies, little fruit tray. Yeah. I can get down with, like, just a big old tray of watermelon and cantaloupe and honeydew. I mean, strawberries. Man, melons, just to me, say summer. Yes, they do. Because we ate them a lot in summer when I was a kid. As a man, we all love melons. So let's go. We're big for that. I mean, melons out in the summer? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. The watermelons, of course. Seedless. So it's like, there's that. But I think the classic. The summer classic pie for Fourth July weekend, lemon meringue. Oh man, like you gotta have a talented uh, baker. Yeah, but then speaking of baker, I think meringues meringues are too tough. But you, there's definitely you can mess them up. Um, I like the lemon meringue. Man, I gotta say something for some strawberry rhubarb, some blue. Oh, too. They're all they, they can be there. I think I think I think you have three pies. 
at least the, the, the go-to, because it's for the July weekend. So nothing says America like apple pie. So you get that. Throw that in there. You put your cherry or your strawberry. Or you talking about the rhubarb? You know, well, the strawberry and rhubarb goes together. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. I just where I'm from, we just have straight strawberry. So there's that. But I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say no to strawberry or anything because I love strawberries. And then you got your lemon meringue. Well, honorable mentions being, of course, your your cobbler types: the peach cobbler, the blueberry. I tell you what, I almost say you're better off with your cobblers. Yeah. Than your pies, because your cobblers you can just. That's easier to make in a bulk, mm -hmm. and it's going to be better cold, and it's going to be easier to serve. Instead of trying to slice out pieces of pie. Uh -huh. Matter of fact, I think we just got into one here, pie or cobbler. Right. And I'm voting cobbler <clears throat> just for ease of use. That's true. It's the same. You have the same flavors. You have peach, cherry, apple, you know, strawberry. You can put... Cherry, like you can make the same kind of deals, and I think it's just easier to use. Now there was a type of pie that I I forget the name of it, but they it's a crust pie. Sometimes you could do lemon, or if you didn't have lemon back in the day, from what I understand, Guy Fieri talked about they use vinegar, like a certain type of vinegar. Um, like, oh yeah, it was it's like some of these like um like depression era recipes that that use some wild ass ingredients. So it's like a mock apple pie or something, right? Where it's, like crushed up Ritz crackers and like the combination of those and the right vinegar and right you got you got to know what you're doing right though sugar substitutes but I think because it was the the reason they were doing these it was tough to get a hold of fresh fruit it was tough tough to get a hold of sugar right so you had to get creative mm -hmm. and so yeah like that's the kind of thing. But we don't have those problems currently, although no. the way the economy is going, maybe yes, we, we will. will have to start getting creative. But now, is, 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 was, did y'all ever have like a plum cobbler in E Town? Like, no. Plums? I didn't cut plums and baked goods a lot. No, but I I would think that like plums, plums have the same kind of fleshy consistency as a peach. So if you do it with a peach, you might be able to do it with a plum, but that's a whole other thing. Maybe I think you'd have to. Heal them better. Right. Each skin's a little more firm than a peach skin. Right. But I, was, but I think it's fair. We, you and I could both agree on this, though. Midsummer, July 4th, cookout pies. And then there's the fall holiday pies. The fall holiday pies. Oh, like, yeah. No, the, the, you, don't, you, you, don't, you don't bring them to the 4th of July party. Nobody, yeah. Nobody wants pumpkin pie at the pavilion. You no, know, or sweet potato pie at the pavilion. Right. Like, right. I love pumpkin pie. I'm down with sweet potato pie. But they're too heavy I'm for the, we're about the heat like, outside. No. Yeah. Now, I will say this. I like a chest pie. Those are good. Like, all all those kind of custard pies. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm down, but not at the uh, park pavilion. No. Like, no, thank you. Now, I will turn, in terms of cakes, now, I'm going to surprise you with this one, because this is going to turn you so far left. Because you're not gonna. Because I'm actually again. This is not a paid advertisement at all. But I would recommend it. The mini bunk cakes from scratch. The biggest man. I mean his 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 his, his cakes. His mini his his mini bunk cakes from scratch. The lemon in particular. The lemon zest. Oh, yeah. The strawberry. Oh hell yeah. You're like those two. Super refreshing. And a, and a good thing is and a good thing and a good thing is, is that they're small, right? So you don't have to like worry about slicing them up. You can just take them. Listen though, I like I'm down to eat James's cakes any day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 but, uh, 
I'm thinking about, man, to buy enough to feed a cookout. Yeah. P- I'm putting your uh, nephews and nieces through college to buy a bit of cookouts. Well, that, 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 that would be. But because the thing about, like, if I have to buy a robust cake that's still, like... The, yeah. Well, I mean, the idea is that people are making this stuff, right? You know? And bringing it. If they make, if they if they made it and brought it, not a problem. I I'll invest in some cakes. I'll invest, in, I'll invest in some cakes. There's a mini bun cakes from scratch and call it a day. <laughs> go to the originalbakersman.com. Go ahead and have a good day with that, okay? But all that is another free commercial. <laughs> right. We love you guys. We love you guys. We really do. Your standard cakes for that. Your strawberry cakes. Strawberry shortcakes. Oh yeah, strawberry shortcake's legit. Yes, and that's perfect, perfect for the weekend combination. And so one that I can't remember who made it, but somebody in like my parents' friend group mm-hmm. made this awesome like Jello poke cake. Yeah, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They make this cake and poke holes, and you get Jello poured in there. Mm-hmm. And- but let's face it though, we're talking about Jello. With Jello cream, by cream. Hold on, I wasn't done with this 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 cake. Yes, okay. Like whipped cream is the icing, and then they did like strawberries and blueberries to like they did like a flag pattern on it with mm. strawberries and blueberries. Mm-hmm. Like it was good stuff. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But I learned when I came down here to Houston from Ohio, the thing that I discovered was that actually Jello will actually keep outside in the heat. Right, so cherry jello, strawberry, lemon, basically like with the, the fruits that we we're talking about with the other desserts, applies same thing applies to the jello. That is a a good combination, you know. And I actually think that jello could be brought to that party. I'm really down with the jello with fruit in it and Cool Whip in it. Amen. And that that does yeah that holds up. Yeah. In fact, that, 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 in fact, that's like a good snack to have while you're waiting for like the main course stuff to finally get done cooking. I mean, that's a let's sneak in and start dessert first because everything's open because it's a cookout. Right, exactly. <laughs> let's just have at the. And with that, we you know, our last thing, we got to get to the cooler. Mm-hmm. What do we have for drink? What are we drinking? So, listen, I make a case for the seltzers. Yes, you would. They're freaking delightful. But, like, quite frankly, it comes down to, for me, just give me some light beer. I'm not getting fancy on this. Like, you drop a case of Miller Lite into that cooler and keep it cold, I'm in. Yeah, so, so that so the fact that you said it that way means that if I put, the, I was gonna give you that versus Bud Light or Miller Lite. So oh, no, it's Miller Lite all the way. Bud Light like, can just be poured down the sink. Well, Michelob, Michelob, what like Ultra? I guess that's that's their version of light beer, right? So they have a light, but yeah, the Ultra is like their big thing now. Listen. Yeah, I guess if I want to rehydrate, like it's water. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, then you might as well just go ahead and get old dudes. Well, I may as well get the seltzers at that point. Right. Of, of the light beers, we can stick at the light. Michelob, so you said... It's Miller Lite. Miller, Miller Lite, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm, you know, Coors Light, very much water. Bud Light, just... How about, and then all your cheaper, even cheaper light beers, you're just... No, no, please don't make me drink bullshit. I, I might, I might get you, I, and... as 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 your friend. I'd probably look for because I've heard how you talked about Genesee. I see if I could find some Genesee, bring that but, for you. No, because it's because it's got that creaminess factor. Uh huh. It's not good for hot. Oh, okay. Now my go to one, my old go to summer beer was Rolling Rock. 
Okay. And I can get down with that, too. How about Shinerbach? Shinerbach? It's not my go-to hot day beer. Ziegenbach? Any of the box, they're just a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. I'll drink them. Do not get me wrong. But if I'm looking to be drinking beers all day, and I want something that's nice, ice cold, it's I want it to be a lighter beer. Like, if you if you hit me with that Shiner Blonde, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm down. What about that uh, that Belgian ale? The one that has a little orange... Right up like the blue moon? Yeah. Maybe that night when we're sitting around the fire pit, it's time for the blue moons. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's the hot sun beating down. No. Eh. Yeah. But me, I like, I, at this point in my life, I'm I seeing that I really can't drink sodas like that. I, I'll be staying away from the sodas anyway. It's just water for me. Just straight up water? Straight up water for me. Because you gotta stay hydrated. I have to. And the thing is, is that it, it's, it's a judgment call for my health. I know I'm going to have a slice of that pie. I know I'm going to have a slice of that cake. I know I'm going to be having a macaroni and cheese or a macaroni salad, pasta salad, whatever like that, right? So my blood sugar is already going to be set. So I don't need the soda to, like, add to that jam. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm good. And because, if, because if it comes down to the choice between all the other goodness and the drink, I'm going with the food. All right, well, we have built, or at least talked about building, the perfect 4th of July cookout. Mm -hmm. With that, we're, we're going to wrap up. We've got our drinks, we've got our dessert, we've got all our sides. One of these years, maybe we'll plan one, and uh, people can come and bring all this stuff. We'll just refer everybody to this episode. Right. <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you for listening. Catch us on social media. At none of those things on Facebook, the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook page, group. I keep calling it page. Mm -hmm. Check us out on Instagram at this dot those. Check us out on Twitter at this underscore those. Throw us an email. This podcast is none of those things at gmail.com. And with that, happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. Mark. We will see you next time. Mm -hmm.